welcome and thank you for tuning in to Pro Football IQ, the podcast that breaks down the X's and O's of everything happening this week in football. Welcome to Pro Football IQ. I am your host, Dallas Thomas, accompanied by Joel Baglio. Joel, how we doing? I'm doing good, bud. How you doing? I'm doing great. We're on, this is episode two. Episode two of Pro Football IQ. How do you feel about it? I'm, I'm, it's I'm walking on on the clouds right now, man. Cloud it's, nine. That's it. It's uh, it's it's a good time. Uh, people are responding, and uh, we're getting we're getting likes and subscribes and listens, and it's it's good stuff, man. Well, our podcast, you know this. Our our podcast is powered by Anchor, and so we are beginning our our phase of distribution. So you can find you can find this podcast on. Coming soon to Apple Podcasts, but currently it's on Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, all your favorite podcasting platforms. So we're going to be expanding real soon. We're on Twitter at Pro Football IQ. We've uh, I've been, I think we started that account on Sunday, and we've already got over 20 followers. So nice things are nice. things are happening with that. Super excited. We've got some really cool stuff going on in football this week. Why don't Why don't you uh, you name off a few things? What's going on in football this week? Well, we uh, we're, we're getting some some responses from teams around the league um, with Kyler Murray. Uh, we've we've got uh, injuries that we can talk about. We've got the I mean, obviously we got the matchups. I mean, and we got callers that we man we got we, callers we got, today. We have callers, and we're a real radio show. We are we are legit, dude. These these guys are ready to talk some football. Well, you see, I heard that I heard we had some people who were upset because we slammed the Saints pretty hard last week, and maybe we did slam the Saints just a little too hard. But you know what? I think I think they can take it because they're a good team, and when you're a good team, possibly gonna be a, a repeat here in a, in a bit. So I mean, here's the thing: when you're a good team, you can take a hit, and so if Brady Brady Tom Brady is comfortable taking criticism because in his mind. And in his circle, they know criticism. that they know that he is the greatest of all time, and that that's up for debate amongst amongst everyone else. But in their mind, Tom Brady's the greatest QB of all time, so criticism doesn't hurt them. Saints are a fantastic team, therefore criticism should not hurt them. No one should be upset if someone says, "Hey, I don't like the Saints," because you know deep down this is a great team. They're making their way to the championship game. Well, Drew Brees needs to he needs to show up for the Saints, and he needs to bring them. This is this is where Drew Brees needs to elevate his game. He needs to bring them to the Super Bowl, and if if Tom Brady goes to the Super Bowl, Drew Brees needs to outshine Tom Brady. I think I think that's only natural. I think Drew Brees is an adaptable guy. Yeah. Um, and he will always his, he will not fold. He's under always going to shine no matter what happens. You see the amazing season that that Mahomes has had. I honestly believe Pat should have been the MVP for this season, right, right. but guess what? Somehow the people who voted thought that Drew outshined him, and well, that that goes back to paying you know paying your respect. I mean, we we know that somehow Breeze has been passed on for MVP in years where he should have been MVP. Absolutely. So this was a year if Mahomes would have threw for another 500 yards, and maybe another four or five touchdowns then maybe that would have been enough because it wasn't like the greatest year we've seen or anything like that it was just really impressive numbers you know and I mean for a guy that no one expected that much out of it just kind of blew the doors off and everybody was just watching so well it's good to see Breeze get the nod 
you know, it's it's really good to see some respect paid to him. Uh, he's a great quarterback, and I think if if Drew Brees brings the Saints to the Super Bowl and wins that game, if if mm-hmm. Drew Brees gives them a Super Bowl victory, I think that puts him in the conversation for elite quarterbacks, a new tier that he hasn't been yet considered in. Right. I think it puts him in the same conversation as as Aaron Rodgers as far as statistics right. and and for championships. He, he you're right. He does he does own a lot. Of records, I mean, he is his. He is a putting, lot of records, but only one ring. Right, and, and that's that's the only that's asterisk the next yeah. to his career. Yeah, I mean, who would you rather have as your franchise quarterback, Eli or Breeze? Certainly not Dak. Certainly not Dak. You know yeah. how you know <laughs> I, I'm mad at Dak. Still, I'm so, still I'm still mad at the Cowboys. So you're so it, you're a little jealous that the Cowboys have a Breeze and you do not. I mean. I believe that's a fair assessment. Hey, whoa. If the Cowboys here's the thing. If you had a breeze. If the Cowboys had breeze, it'd be game over for everybody. That's right. Everybody. That's Wouldn't right. even be fair anymore. Maybe Jerry Jones should go ahead and call Breeze up. Jerry, are you listening? If you're listening, call into the show. We're taking calls. Jerry, call in. Dallas, I have a question for you. What you got? Does Kyler Murray go in the first round? Ooh. That's Here's the thing. Kyler Murray is a first-round talent, no doubt. With, without, without, without a doubt in my mind, Kyler Murray is a first-round talent. Yes. Every team says they have a first-round grade on Kyler Murray. But they all say the same thing. He's going to be a great quarterback for some team. That sounds like some other team. Right. Or maybe everyone's just holding their cards close to the chest. So we're 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 watching smoke screens right now. Yeah. Some pretty good smoke screens. I, I don't the I don't league. think I don't think what you're hearing. I think every team is saying the same thing because I think every team is excited about the prospect of Kyler Murray. The other facet is that almost all quarterback needy teams have dug into the well and got a quarterback over the last few drafts. You only have a very small amount of teams that don't have a quarterback right now. I mean, you can add maybe Tennessee looking past Mariota. Maybe that project's over with. Maybe they're they're done with that experiment. Now we know that the Jaguars are super gonna be they're gonna be highly regarded in the market for QBs. I mean, they have I uh, wanna say I'm not exactly sure. I think they have like a fifth fifth pick in the draft. Okay. I mean, the Giants. I mean, I, I'm I'm pretty I'm I'm pretty sure uh, that the Giants are going to be in the market for a quarterback. But Eli, I don't believe Eli is retiring. Uh, yeah, Eli. He can't. He's he's not the type of guy to go out like that. It's hard to watch Eli still play because he's not he's not the excellent QB he that used he was. to be. Yeah, yeah. He's and not the even, game changer that he even, was. Even even at the height of Eli's career, he was always Peyton's little brother. True. But if he could somehow, if in the back of his mind, if that's what he's, if he's shooting for a third ring, if he does that, does that bring him to even playing ground? I don't think, I don't think so. I think it takes a lot more than just wanting to get out the shadow because that shadow has been there for a long time. True. But for as far as Kyler goes, I think if Kyler Murray doesn't go in the first round, he will regret going into this draft. You think so? I I think so, absolutely. If Kyler doesn't get the nod that he's expecting from these NFL teams, I think 100% he will 
regret not signing with the A's and not continuing his his mm-hmm. commitment to the A's. Mm-hmm. Well, even if he goes in the second round, he's still going to get a large chunk of money. He's going to make a really great backup QB. I actually I don't have because, <laughs> and here's the thing: he it, I would love to see him be a starting QB, but as as I'm looking at the league and looking at rosters, I don't see where he fits. Yeah, I mean, if you if you place him on the Jaguars roster, man, it dude, could get nasty real quick, bro. I would no teams would want to play against him. Bearing that Fournette can stay healthy, if you have a quarterback that can run like Kyler Murray can, and then you have Fournette, that's yeah, that's too much to handle. That that ain't a one two punch. That's a, a whole combination and yeah. a half. That that could be really rough. Although that would that'd be a lot of fun to watch. But then that that also leans on Fournette staying healthy. And that's never been his forte. Yeah. That's true. I mean, that ankle, and, and, and many scouts have said it, that ankle is always going to be an issue. But um, moving on to what, what we have going on today is that we have, these, we have these callers, and all of them, whether they're you know, a fan of a team that's, that's still competing right now, you know, we have a small sample size of teams, only four teams left, but they are excited for this postseason. Who so, wouldn't be? So Who wouldn't many, be? So many things are happening right now, and it's it's honestly I've been trying to jumble it and 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 keep track, but there is a lot going on. Even if your team's not competing, there is so much going on right now. There's people getting hired, people getting fired. There's talent. There's talented rosters as far as the staff goes around the league, and they are moving to other organizations. Big time guys. A lot of shakeup. Yes. So a lot of this, a lot of the support that's behind the scenes that makes some of these organizations great, is going elsewhere, and they're starting starting their journey. Like this is my experiment now. There's a lot of a lot of staff that's working for Bill Belichick that's already hired in elsewhere. Like they're they're like unofficially, but they've gave the nod and said, yeah, I'm gonna go there and I'm gonna run that team or I'm gonna be that coordinator or I'm gonna be that coach. So. This needs to be the year that Brady and Belichick put their final stamp on their legacy. Oh, absolutely. Because after this, with the decline that I've seen in Brady, I don't know if they can get back. Well, the thing is, they, they have an excellent team. They have an excellent core. You you People say, I hear a lot of talk about Julian Edelman. That dude was on fire last week. Right. You look at the game he had, and it, it, it was ridiculous. Yeah. It, every almost every every major pass I, I watched some highlights this uh earlier today. All the passes that he caught, the dude was a game changer for for them. I mean, they were already they were already going to win that game regardless. Right. But Julian Edelman is a big reason they won and I think oh, yeah. he's he's one Super of he's, underrated. he is their biggest he's one of their biggest yeah. weapons. Yeah. I I I thought that without him in the lineup earlier in the season, it was going to severely hurt them. They managed to get through. I mean, as he always does. Brady always, Brady and Belichick will always find a way. But survivors with, without having Edelman in the lineup for those first few games, I was really worried. I actually, uh, in the beginning, as far as you know, my fantasy squad, I thought that Chris Hogan was gonna gonna be able to get it done, but I was wrong. <laughs> Chris Hogan 
is uh, a smokescreen. Boy, he, did we miss that bet. He is going to hit whenever, you you know, the team is focusing on Edelman or Gronk. Right, you know? right. And speaking of Gronk, woo, Gronk's taking a step back. Man, if, if they win a Super Bowl, I can pretty much guarantee you, if they win this Super Bowl, I think Gronk's, Gronk's going to peace out. Yep. He's going to go hit up Hollywood because he, he can't. He's that man's that man's going to WWE. He, I'm telling he's you. had I, I want to say he's had more surgeries than JJ Watt. I mean, this dude has been this dude's had more surgeries than Kylie Jenner. <laughs> Just and he's such a likable guy. He like, is. He looks, like, he's a charismatic dude. Parties on yachts and. Just lighten it up, man. I mean, this is that's the kind of guy you want to be with. Like, I, I can imagine having a locker next to him, you know, in like in the locker room. Like, could you imagine? Like, he, it, I mean, the guy, has, the he probably have, he's huge. He probably has three lockers. But <laughs> see, I watched his press conference today, and they had a lot of people who were who were questioning how he matches up to Travis Kelsey. How he how he matches up if Travis Kelsey is coming for the throne of the top tight end in the league. And I think 100. I don't think Gronk is sitting on that throne for long. I don't think he's sitting on that throne right now. But apparently, people are saying he is. It's true. Although it's, I disagree. It's Travis Kelsey is one of the most explosive players in the in the league right now. It's Travis all the way. It, it's it's his show now. Oh, especially of with, with with the Mahomes engine behind it. It's it's it's. I mean, it's not even going to be fair. It's not close. I mean, it's Travis is not even a touchdown dependent tight end. He's not. He can. He can. He can bust out a hundred yards every game. So, um. Oh, it looks like we do have. We have our first caller. We have our first caller. Let's get into it. Who is this? What's your name, bud? This is Brett. How you doing, Brett? Hey, Brett. You're on with Pro Football IQ. How are you doing today? Good. Well, my man, who who. Who do you who do you pull for? Who what what are you looking for? Who who is it that who is your team? The Saints. The Saints. All the way. All the way. Yeah. Okay. All the way. Yep, you're in it. It's it, it must feel good being in this uh this conference championship after so many years. You know, uh ever since y'all won that Super Bowl was it back in uh was that 2009, 2009? Yeah. 2009, 2010 season. Okay. Well, man, uh Tell us, tell us what you what you're looking for. Tell us what what is it that that's that you want to see from your Saints. Well, first thing, they're gonna have to come up with something on their O line. They're gonna have to, you know, they're gonna have to stop the run. Last week, they really didn't have anybody to worry about as far as running backs go for Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, you got Josh Adams who came across right. this year, right. you know. Hasn't even been a blip on the radar scale. Yeah, he's not a threat. You no, know? you're right. So they didn't really have a problem stopping the run, as far as just all over. <laughs> it starts with the O line. I know they got they got the potential to stop the Rams. But you mean with the D line? You know, with the D line. <clears throat> You, huh? you, so you mean the uh, the the D line? It start like you're talking about on the defensive yeah, side kinda, of the ball. I kinda, yeah, yeah, okay. I kind of jumped on that. Huh? <laughs> uh, what about? How do you feel about the loss of Sheldon Rankins? Uh, I would, man. You know, it sucks. Sheldon Rankins probably one of the most explosive 
defensive players in the NFL today, I would say. You know, he's quick. He's top, he's probably top he's, five. He gets, yeah, top five. Yeah, sure. he, you know, and it's going to be, it's going to be a, a <laughs> it's going to be something. Right. I mean, because the, the loss of him is a big hit on the Saints. It is. You know, as far as getting to the quarterback. Because he, he, they're going to have to. He allows uh, uh, Cameron Wake, uh, or I'm sorry, is it Wake? No, it's Cam. Cam. It's Cam Jordan. Cam Jordan, right? Is y'all's? Uh, yeah, Cam edges. Jordan's on. Right. Yeah, he's he's the other outside. Right. He's the, it allows him to just kind of, kind of pick and choose what he wants to go if he wants to go inside, outside. But now he might need to, he might need to to help out in that run game a lot more. You know. Not not many teams can move the ball like like the Rams. Does that scare you? Brett, you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Yeah, we lost you for a second, bud. So I said Sorry. not many not many teams can move the ball on the ground quite like the Rams. Does that with with the loss of Sheldon Rankins, does that scare you? Uh Probably the outside. Going to the outside, it, it scares me. Because a lot of the time, something nice to meet, meet them on the outside. You know, as far as the inside, there's always some holes that they need to. They need to close up. Yeah, they got a problem, bad problem on the inside. Okay. But Sheldon Rankins, you know, he was dangerous. He was nasty. Right. Has, uh, has any other players uh, popped up on the injury report for the Saints? Cause I know that Alvin Kamara, just yeah, just Sammy Coates, but they picked him up as, okay. a, yeah, as a last minute pickup. For yeah. He's just depth. Freaking yeah. Uh, yeah, but you got as far as depth goes, you got Traquan Smith, who's made a name for himself this year. You know, you got Ted Ginn back; he's healthy. You got Tom. You know. Well. Uh, uh, who I'm do you? I'm curious to see how they play with that scheme this game because last time it was a bunch of Mike Thomas, but I think with Khalid back, they're probably gonna. It's gonna be more of a run game. Put Hammer Peters. Yeah. Yeah. Hammer Peters on Thomas. Yeah. Talib can, Talib can shut down open, Michael Thomas for sure. He can lock yeah, on Michael Thomas. Yeah, but also opens the field for you know, pick a receiver. <laughs> you know, pick right. a receiver. What is it that you're looking for from Breeze in this game? What number? What number as far as passing versus passing yards versus touchdown ratio is it that gets the dub against the Rams? You know, I, I sat there and think thought about it. You know, watching, and I think it's going to come down to the first drive. I think whatever they're, you know, they're planning for both as far as a. You know, do they hold the clock or do they, or do they, you know, just go straight into it? I think it's going to come down to the first, their first drive. If they see that they're progressing, it's probably going to be like it was last game. Right, right. You know, it's going okay. to be a heavy offense. It's going to be a fast-moving offense. Yeah, that's how you got to play against the Rams. Yeah. So, Brett, I think we're, we're running out of time with you here. Um, we got one more question for you. What's your prediction for the score of this game? My score? Uh, 
score prediction is going to be a shut, shutout, probably maybe 43-30 Saints. 43-30, that's, that's a bold prediction. 43-30. I like it. That's not too far off from out. what they had last time. What was it, 45-35 last time? Yeah. I believe that's that's what the number was when we discussed it. But, Brett, my man. Yeah, I just I think the energy in the – the energy is going to be there. Well, in the dome, it's 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 definitely going to be there. If if the Saints come to play, the energy is going to be there. Y'all have the crowd. That's there ain't no doubt in that. Yeah. So, all right, Brett, man, we love you. Thank you so much for calling into the show, brother. All right, man, appreciate it. Thanks, right, Brett. Bro. You're welcome here yeah. anytime, buddy. All right. All right. Well, that was our first caller. So Brett is predicting forty-three thirty. Saints, how do you feel about that? I, it's close. It it's close. It's pretty close to what our predictions were last. Uh, last what week. mine was, except I had the Rams winning. Let's see. It's definitely a high scoring affair. You had forty three thirty eight, Saints, I believe. Why? Let's see. All of us. That's three straight. Are counting out the Rams in this fight? I I didn't count the Rams out. Well, I mean, you, we, we've you, all three predicted Saints. I, I, I predicted a win. You predicted Rams. Yeah, mine was Rams are over the Saints. Huh. All right. Well, we have another. We have another caller. Hey, caller. Welcome to Pro Football IQ. What's your name? Sorry. Let's do that again. Hey, caller. Welcome to Pro Football IQ. What's your name? Hey Ryan, welcome. How's it going? It's going great. How are you guys? We're doing great. We're doing great, Ryan. You know, you know that's Dallas. That's Dallas oh, on the. That Dallas? That's Dallas. <laughs> hey Ryan. What's going on, man? How you doing, brother? Oh man, great, gravy, great. How are you guys doing? Good. Everything rolling? Oh, it's rolling, doing man. Great. Hey, we we just finished our first caller. You're caller number two. How you feeling, my man? Oh man, I'm great. I love it. I'm actually I'm actually hitting traffic right now, man, which is uh, standard these days around these parts. So. Uh, gotta love it, brother. But hey, I'll tell you this: I'm super pumped for this weekend, man. I don't think I've been this excited for championship games in a very long time. Really? What? What is uh, it? What's exciting you? What's exciting you besides I it's mean, playoff football? Well, I mean, it's easy to get excited. Obviously, you look at the four teams left. But what I want to focus on, guys, the AFC Championship game. I mean, honestly, I, I don't think it gets much better at this point. You got a young guy, Patrick Mahomes, who first and foremost. Uh, the kid is, is, is astronomically talented. He's out of this world. Um, I don't think I've ever seen a guy that young, that talented come in and just have the confidence and the swagger uh, of Mahomes. True. You just don't see that. You he's, don't. He's, he's, he's great. Uh, but but here's the thing. I know the game's in Kansas City. I know it's at Arrowhead. I know it's a tough place to play. I get all that, man. But what I, what I want to, at the end of the day, dude, what you really have to think about is you're going up against a guy in Bill Belichick who is an absolute mastermind. They've been to eight straight AFC Championship games. It's one of those things, man. I cannot see the Chiefs beating the Patriots in this game. I just can't. I think Mahomes is a little bit too young. I think Kareem Hunt, uh, you know, losing Kareem Hunt was a bigger blow than people choose to realize at this point. Yeah, you know, I agree. I agree. You know, understand the defense stepped up last week. I mean, obviously, yes, but they're going against a Patriots team who is, who is literally out with something to prove. Like Tom Brady said, that, you know, he doesn't understand why everybody's doubting them. I, come on, man. You're going up against a Patriots team with something to prove? That's dangerous. That is you, – you you haven't said one lie, my man. Well, Tom is – Tom's – he's making an effort to say, I'm still here. He is he is trying to let everybody know that he's not washed up. He's not – he may – you know, he may be against time, but that's his only enemy. 
I think I think Tom is is set out and he is going to do everything he can to fight fight these uh, these doubts that everyone has. Now this if I, I could be wrong, but this is the Patriots' first uh, road playoff game since two thousand and six. Yes, it, yeah, yes, it is. Uh, they they typically don't do well on the road in the playoffs. So we'll tell you that. I heard a stat. I believe they're zero and four. Uh, they are you know lost the last four playoff games on the road. That's rough. Yeah. And, not, not, and, and you know, and, and that's a good point. I'm glad you brought that up because being, you know, being on the road, not only on the road, but you're talking about an Arrowhead, man. Right. You're in Kansas City. It's going to uh, be snowing. It's going to be snowing. Tough, it's gonna, not, not an easy place to play, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, you, you, you said you said one thing that kind of stuck out to me, man. And, and, uh, and again, guys, thank you all very much for having me, dude. I don't know if I've said that yet, but, uh, man, I, I certainly appreciate the call. Um, but but the, the biggest thing to me is is when Tom Brady is out to prove something, he knows his career is coming to an end. It's no secret, man. I mean, he's getting to a point in his career where it's about that time, right? You would think he's got to slow down at some point. So, and we've seen the effects of that. I mean, the numbers have slightly dropped. We've seen that. But at this point in time, I think that he still has a hell of a lot more to prove. And in and, and Tom's words, I'll be damned if some, if some young kid comes in here, some young punk with this long, curly hair <laughs> <laughs> have nice hair like myself and Tom Brady, not on the cover of GQ magazine. No way. This kid's young. He's not gonna let him win. I'm telling you, it's not gonna happen. Yeah, I, I can. I everything you're saying is very valid. I can. I can see it. 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 it it's. It's almost like I can close my eyes and I can literally watch it happen. And and we've seen the Brady magic. Uh, but but like like Dallas said, the the road factor. It 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 has me hesitating. Um, the Chiefs, I mean, that's a divisional foe. I mean, you know, of my Broncos, and, and they're a tough team. And uh, that team's young. They kind of remind me, they had that young swagger of when uh, it, it's the vice versa. You know, whenever the Broncos lost in the Super Bowl to the Seahawks, that young defense came in, and they didn't care. They didn't care it was Peyton Manning. Very true. Very true. You know, and, and I'll tell you this, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a great point, Joel, because watching that game, I remember, you know, being shocked watching that Super Bowl, man. I, I didn't I didn't even know who the guy was in, Bray, in, in Manning's jersey. Right. Um, it, it didn't look like him. But, you know, that said, I, look, man, that defense was, I mean, that defense was haunting. I mean, that Broncos defense was insane. The thing yeah. about the Chiefs defense is it's one of, if not the worst in the league. I understand last that week they stepped up pretty big time. They, they did. They played well yeah. last week. But, man, you look at overall as a season in its entirety. Um, golly, I, I haven't seen much from them that really makes you surprised. And the crazy thing is, fellas, just a matter of two years ago, their defense was phenomenal. Right, right. It's crazy how that happened. You me. know, so, and it, it does it does it scare you? With with Brady's age and and throughout the season, you haven't seen him move in the rock. It's been a pretty pretty well balanced scheme of running the ball with Michelle and White, and uh, and earlier in the season with Burkhead. It's it doesn't look like Mahomes is going to struggle to throw that ball, even if it's snowing. Correct, hundred percent. I, I don't. Th- I think Mahomes going to have a field day. I really do. Um, I think. And, and I think this turns into a shootout, fellas, and here's why. Last week we saw Sony Michelle uh, have an incredible performance. I mean, you know, Jesus, four touchdowns. He couldn't be stopped. But I think that Kansas City is probably game-planning to stop Sony Michelle. And just when you do that, Belichick and Brady, more importantly, are going to come out and punch you in the mouth. Brady's going to throw for four touchdowns and 300 yards. Always does. He's, 
he is out with he is out. I'm telling you, he's out to prove something. Michelle's gonna have a good game, but I think Brady goes absolutely nuts in this game and makes a statement, makes his way back to the Super Bowl, and I think it ends up being Breeze versus Brady. I really do. I, think I it's hope so. Here. Yeah, a lot of people are clamoring for that. Ryan, my man, we ran a little long, brother. You you did a great job, brother. We, we we're so happy to have you on and uh, to hear your your thoughts and comments. Uh, we, one more thing. Ryan, I know you're on you're on several shows. Do you have anything you'd like to plug for the for the people listening? Man, I will tell you this, fellas. Uh, I'll do this super quick to you guys. Um, Tailgate Kings 101.3, Sunday mornings, 9 to 12. Uh, tune in, man. 101.3 FM, Tailgate Kings. Some of the best radio out there, man. It's good stuff. Uh, but, fellas, thank you guys so, so much for having me. Um, I, I really appreciate it, man. You guys, are, you guys are phenomenal, professional. Can't wait to see how far you go. Thanks, Ryan. We appreciate it, bud. Have a good one. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Ryan. Wow. He's a great dude. Ryan, great guy. So what are you what are your thoughts? What are your what are your final thoughts on on that game? I, well, what are you thinking? Every everything he damn near persuades me. I mean, it, it's it's just like he says, it, every time you try to count Brady out, you know, you try to game plan. They're trying to play some smart football. They Andy Reid's bringing a high IQ to he's the bringing, table. He's, oh, absolutely. It's it he's going to bring it. And in just what he says, that that defense, that that Kansas City Chiefs defense, they're not that great. They're a bend but don't break. I mean, they will they will they will be fine with just having Brady finish with field goals. But here's the thing, if Brady can if Brady can apply the pressure that I know he can, that defense will not just bend but it will break. So you got to you got to be really careful. The thing is, I I've I haven't been more conflicted about a, about an upcoming game in quite some time. Because my my heart says Mahomes and company with with the Chiefs and says that they will win, but my mind looks at it and says, "Yeah, that's nice, kid, but guess what? Have you been this living on Tom planet Earth Brady. for the last eighteen years? This is Tom <laughs> Brady we're talking about. That's true. And you know, I uh, that's this is a game that I don't want to put money on. No, no, because I stay feel away like from it. If I put money on it, I lose both ways. I don't care if I end up winning money. Right. I feel wrong." putting money on this game yeah. so i i don't even know i forget what what we predicted for last week but I, I still my heart says chiefs but my brain my mind says brady what do you think i'm i'm at a loss for words right it i was very confident before that conversation with ryan <laughs> he has he has he must have been watching tom brady's video workouts yeah and he's gotten motivated i mean you you can't teach a, a an old dog new tricks i mean brady don't know how to lose i think i think the last time we talked about brady on the on our first episode we were we were still a little uh frustrated after seeing them dominate a team and so i think i think we didn't show enough love to the patriots last week True. but uh i, I think not, it's, there's, gonna be, it's always hard to to, to show love to a, an amazing dynasty like them it's it's i mean you know it's hard to not just kind of brush them off and say oh yeah yeah y'all you can't win. really show sympathy win. to the giant you right? win you win all the time what are you crying about exactly you know? exactly well we're moving on to our next caller who do we got caller what's your name ah oh, man this is daniel, daniel hey daniel Ryan. how you doing daniel how you doing daniel pretty good what's going on dallas what's going on joe no we're oh, doing man. all right brother Doing good, doing good. Doing good. What are your What are your thoughts? Some, uh, what do you What do you want to talk about? NFL playoff games, bro. Yep, yep. Man, that's I want to I want to talk about the Saints versus Rams. I want to talk about the Chiefs and the Pats. I want to talk about how 
this NFC AFC championship games are featuring the four top scoring offenses in the league, man. I want to talk about how we got the number one and number two seeds in both conferences ready to ready to battle this thing out. You ain't wrong. You ain't wrong. Tell me something. Tell me something, Daniel. Out of all these teams, which team would you perceive is the weakest? The weakest. The weakest. Man. What what team uh, would would not uh, would not cut it in your opinion? You know what? As as prolific as uh, the Chiefs' offense has been, um, I, I'm not digging their defense too much, man. I I know they just like they just they just dominated uh, in the, in the playoffs recently, but. Uh, their defense concerns me, man. I think they're ranked uh, number 31 out of 32 teams in the league. And, I mean, at the same time, it's playoff. You know, it's playoff football. Everybody's potential is, you know, magnified. Like, nobody cares what you did in the preseason. Right. I mean, in the postseason. I mean, right. the preseason and the, uh, you know, the regular season. It, it's time to play. It's time to play hard. And that's what these guys are doing. But if I had to pick one, that's probably the team I'd go with. Okay. So the Chiefs is what he says. He says the okay. Chiefs. Well, I'm, I'm a little conflicted at that one. <laughs> we we literally what? just we just talked about all that. Um, all right. What else? What else you got, Daniel? All right, man. Uh, well, the Saints versus Rams. Let's let, let's get into that. All right, let's do it. Let's there's, get into it. For sure. There's there's a few things I want to see from this game, man. Uh, from the Saints side of the ball, you know. They got Drew Brees. Brees is all the way, you know. Um, but what I want to see from these guys, man, is during that Saints-Eagles game, uh, they didn't come out swinging, man. There was there was a lot of mistakes in that first quarter of football. And and I know, I know all of Louisiana was clenched up. Um, but what I want to see from the Saints, I want to see them get Kamara immediately involved in the game. I want to see him... I want to see him hit the field hard, fast. I want to see him in the slot. I want to see him outside. I want him all over the field to take pressure uh, off Michael Thomas. And I also want to see Ingram get involved in the ground game, man. Uh, because if they can get both those guys going, it, it's going to be danger for the Rams. Um, another thing I want to see from the Saints, I want to see – if their defense can stop Todd Gurley. Very fair. That fair. was that was going to be my question for you. Do you think the defense can hold up against that one-two punch from Gurley and Anderson? Okay. I, it, it, I don't know, man. I, I'm not sure anymore because they just lost Sheldon Rankins. That was, that, was what we, that was what we spoke about with the caller earlier. Yeah, he, he just tore his Achilles tendon, you know, and the Rams – and in their last meeting with the Saints, they, they averaged 4.8 yards per carry, okay? And that, and that was with one of their stop, one of, one of their shutdown, you know, guys on defense. And Gurley, Gurley was hurt but, in that game, by the way. Was he? Yeah, he had an ankle. Okay. All right, well, he, he, even more cause for, you know, concern. Um, and, and then can his backup... Uh, can his backup Tyron step up and get the job done? Mm-hmm. Um, 
So, you know, I mean, there, there's a lot of factors going into play here. I think you're going to need – I think the Saints are going to need some elite-level defense to, to combat Gurley and Anderson. I, I think it's not going to be an easy task, and they're going to have to set the tone early in the, in the first quarter. If they don't, I think this game could get away from the Saints real quick. I 100% agree with you, dude. Yeah. Um, I actually have the Rams winning this game by one point. Ooh. Wow. What's your score prediction? Uh, I'm going with 34-35 Rams. Wow. So everyone, everyone, everyone is saying high score, high score, high score. Yeah. I think I think this is going to be a highly defensive game. I think I think we're going to. Who makes the play gonna, on defense? Yes, this game is going to come down to the last quarter, and those defenses are going to step up and win this game. True. And and I do think I do think Jared Goff and Drew Brees are both going to throw. You know, they're going to throw their touchdowns. They're elite guys. They're they're great guys. Mm-hmm. You know, they're premier quarterbacks in this league. But I think it's going to come down. To that defense, man. If you if you look at how the Saints have been playing ball, you know from week fifteen on, they kind of dipped a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. Drew Brees hasn't played a whole he hasn't played a whole game, and you know since last week in the in the playoffs, he right. was off for like two and a half weeks. Yeah. You know, you got to shake that rust off, and then you're coming in, you're gonna you're gonna be playing against possibly the best offense in the league. No joke. Yep. Yep. I mean, as far as balance and, and, and a well-rounded uh, offense, exactly. I mean, that's... Exactly. And so, my my X-Factor guy in this game, for me, on the Saints, is going to be Taysom Hill. What are we going to do with him? Are we going to utilize him? Are we going to do fake punts, QB runs? You know, are we going to sneak it? Um, I think your Saints are going to have to pull every trick out of the bag to get through this game. Exactly. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, you can't hold back. You can't hold back. You got to let you got you got to you got to you got to let it run and play the river. It's got to happen. The fake the fake punt yeah. from last week was was pivotal in that game and I, I think you're going to have to see more things like that. I think we'll see two or three moments. I think there's going to be a ton of momentum swings back and forth in this game. I I I, I, I don't Tom Payton is going to have to pull out all the stops on this. I don't think you see the Saints punt in this game. Yeah, it's, it there, there, be. there's a there's a prediction that I don't I don't think many people are making, but I don't think the Saints punt. I think they go for it on fourth every single time. I actually saw a stat about that being uh, a new trend in playoff football, especially depending on your field position. Yep. Just it's sometimes it's better just just take your chances on fourth down, and if you turn the ball over, hopefully you were smart and you you had good placement and they're on their side of the field. So that's okay, not man. that's not bad football right there. High football IQ. Hey, and we're playing for championships right now, you know. This 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 is a winner go home, you know. You got this far and to get this far again for the second year in a row and right. not make it to where you need to go. Right. Yeah, that's that's devastating. Yeah. Last um, year last year was was really rough to see. I'm not a Saints fan at all and uh, that's been pretty public. And uh, so any <laughs> any any time I any time I get to see my you know my friends get upset because their their Saints lost then then you know it's a good day for me. But I know I know a lot of friends and I you know I was living in Homa at the time when when they lost and so you know 45 minutes from New Orleans that's so ingrained in football so ingrained in their culture and everyday life and so to see just the disappointment around town you know before the game everyone was excited there was life in the city and when the Saints lost it was like a, a, a cloud just came and rested uh, over the city the depression came on the town everybody got everybody gained 10 pounds you know 
<laughs> the thing the thing about the Saints is people who live in Louisiana already have high blood pressure from from the food they eat there. From the Popeyes. And so from the from the constant Popeyes and and rice and gravy. And uh, but you know the Saints don't help with that when they, when they don't when they don't show up. Yeah. That 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 oh, high God. that high blood pressure that that blood pressure begins to rise a little bit and you saw that last week with Saints fans and watching this game down 14 nothing at the half. Oh yeah, they were nervous. They were nervous. absolutely oh, nervous. Man, I I am a Nick Foles advocate and the Foles magic sir is real. And, and <laughs> during, the last, during that last drive, man, I'm telling you every single person you could feel it in Louisiana absolutely yeah yeah and he didn't even what what to cap it off he did not he did not fall on his own sword he he made a great throw and someone else made a mistake so it was they can never say management staff uh no one can say that he didn't get the job done he did what he was supposed to do oh 100 percent, dude and uh and you know i'm a giant fan oh dear eli baby <laughs> hey do the do the giants do the Giants get a quarterback? That's, that's a tough question to answer, man. After watching this year, you know, Eli Manning was definitely, he was beat up. He was shell-shocked. He had no protection. Pretty much for the first time in his career, he had an elite running back and no offensive line to protect him. And still finished throwing for 4,200 yards. That's pretty damn good, I actually. I didn't know he finished with that much. That's pretty good. Yeah, I still think he has plenty in the tank. He's never been injured. He's probably the healthiest 38-year-old quarterback you're going to find in the league. Um, and I, feel, I still think he can do it. Has he lost a little bit of arm strength? Probably. I mean, as, as most quarterbacks do around his age. But the football IQ is there. The awareness is there. The leadership is there. And the all-out professionalism that he brings to the New York organization is there. Yeah, it's he hard It's hard to players. It's hard to usher that out of town. So you, is, you, and, and, you don't think, you don't think Eli will be doing nationwide commercials with his brother next year? You think he's still playing football? No. He's playing football. He's playing football for the New York Giants. I don't know. Part of, part of me wants to see Eli and Peyton. Doing nationwide commercials. <laughs> nationwide is on your well, side. That's the good thing about Eli is that he, he makes the time to get those those comedic uh, commercials in there for you. You've got to retain that fan base somehow, right? Well, Daniel. You know, New York is a vicious environment to play in, man. It is. True. True. Well, he's a legend there. He's brought he's brought two trophies, and, and, and nobody, nobody is uh, ready to see that era uh, end. Um, so... I can I can feel your pain about uh, Super Bowl quarterbacks walking out of town. Come on now. But uh, <laughs> but um, Daniel, hey brother, we uh we ran a little long, man. Uh, great call in. Thank you so much. We appreciate it, man. And we're gonna be having more talks on the Giants. Dallas, anything else you want to get to? Daniel, thanks for calling in to uh, to Pro Football IQ. You're welcome here anytime, buddy. All right, we're going to be moving on to our next caller. Who do we got? Caller, what's your name? David Figueroa. Hey, David, how are you doing? Welcome to Pro Football IQ. How are we doing tonight? Oh, we're doing great. How are y'all doing, buddy? 
Doing good, doing good. We're uh, we're talking about everything pro football going on this week. How do you how do you feel about uh, about going into into championship games this weekend? I feel great. You know, I go for the best team in the league, and I, you know, I have no doubt in my mind we're going to pull it through. So and, what and, team and is who's that? that? I mean, I don't even have to say. We already know the, the Patriots. Ooh. I like David. I like David. Humbleness is not one of my best qualities either, you know. <laughs> no, no, not not for not for Patriots fans. I uh I totally understand when you when you have a when you have a quarterback like Tom Brady, you don't really have to be humble. Not at all. Now when you have a quarterback like Dak Prescott, Things tend to uh, tend to humble you real quick, so oh, yeah. I understand that as a Cowboys fan. Uh, maybe maybe one day I'll get to understand what it feels like to be able to be uh, just really proud of your team. But I'm not there yet. Maybe one day. All right, David. David. So I I have a question for you. As a Patriots fan, does this season have any feel of reminiscence, or does this feel different than anything you've experienced before? You know, going into the season. Everyone was really hounding, you know, you know, Brady being 41, this and that, you know, we lost a couple games, you know, but we still had a great season. We lost a lot of pretty much all our away games, but it's not the same Brady, you know, he's, he's not as physical as he was. He's a lot more wiser, you know, he's, he's almost like a quarterback and a coach at the same time. You know, mm-hmm. he's very experienced and just intelligent. You know, with him and Belichick, I mean, he, he don't have to be as young as the other guys still being there with him. Yeah, you need, you got to cherish cherish these years of Brady while you got him. Oh yeah. So how much longer do you think Brady has on his career? How many how many more seasons do you think we have of seeing Brady greatness? Well, I know he just confirmed he will be playing next year. You know, I I feel like after we win this Super Bowl. We'll have six rings. I feel like next year, if he wants to, he can go out with his head held high. But you never know with him. Right. Yeah. Does he? Does Does Brady appear to be declining, in your opinion? Not at all. Like I said, obviously he's not as young. But, you know, what he might be lacking in, you know, being as agile or as far as he used to be, he's gained in wisdom mm-hmm. and just all-around experience. Okay, David, I have I have another question for you. What team among the teams that are left would seem to be the weakest or be perceived as the weakest team? And that's hard. <laughs> that that's hard. I, it's tough. Yeah, I mean, what what was weird about the season? Every every team almost had a great season. You know, there's really not one team that just overshadows the other. They're all they all have a shot at this. Yeah, you know? that's 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 fair. That's very true. Um, I have one more thing for you. So, would you take a bet that Brady is gonna try to catch another ball <laughs> among these two games? I, I guess would be depending on the wager, but <laughs> if I could afford would, it, would you, you know? would, 
what's what's a better bet that he attempts it or that he actually catches it? Uh, he's gonna catch it. You know, after, <laughs> <laughs> They've been working on that all season. But after after last year, he, he's he's gonna have to redeem himself. You know. <laughs> all right, brother. Well, can you give us some uh some predictions? Okay, Patriots. We beat the Chiefs and the Saints. Are gonna just whoop the shit out of the Rams. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So and, and so. By no means, by no means am I a Saints fan. You know, my wife is, my best friend is, and if you, you know, the Rams have a great team. But if you ever been to a Saints game, especially in the playoffs, there is no crowd like the Saints fans. It's and true. When they literally have crowd impact plays, it, it is no bullshit. I felt it. I've seen it. You can't go there and not help root for them. So, wow. Wow. That's great. That's great to hear from. That's great to hear from somebody who's been there uh, in in playoff football. Um, David, man, uh, I I appreciate you calling in, brother. And we 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 hope that you have great luck in the uh, in the playoffs coming up here. Dallas, David, David, what's else? your David? What's your score prediction for the Saints? And I, I think it's going to be. A- field goal game by three points wow that's yeah. that's good that's that's, like that's great football and with the saints going over with the saints winning of course <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna see breeze versus brady we're gonna find out who the real goat is Woo! hello i love it i'm with it i love it sounds good to me i'd buy a ticket if it wasn't twelve thousand dollars for for a nose seat. <laughs> Yeah, maybe if your your quarterback is a little better too, you know. Ooh, ouch! Maybe maybe one day, maybe one day. But <laughs> David, we appreciate you calling into Pro Football IQ. You're welcome here anytime, buddy. Thanks for calling in. Hey, thank y'all for having me, guys. Thank you, David. We'll be right back with more Pro Football IQ. You can find Pro Football IQ on all of your favorite podcasting platforms, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Breaker, Radio Public, and Stitcher, and more coming soon. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at ProFootballIQ to get connected and to stay up to date with everything happening this week in football. Do you have a question for the show? Or maybe you just want to share your thoughts on everything happening this week in football. Well, that's never been easier to do than right now. All you have to do is download the Anchor app and you can call in. You can send us a voice memo that'll go directly to our feed and we'll be able to respond to it and put it on our show so that you can have your voice heard in a community of football fans just like yourself. Again, download the Anchor app and you can send us a voice memo directly to Pro Football IQ. We can't wait to hear what you have to say. We're back with more Pro Football IQ. And we are 
are back. What a great first segment. We had some some awesome callers come in and, and give us their opinions and their thoughts on everything going on this week in football. We Joel, got the best you, listeners. Think? I think we got the best listeners. I agree. We, we're, we're, we're small, but we're, we're up and coming. And people are tuning in. They're calling in, giving their, their, their hot takes. I think people are excited. Yeah, they're getting their skip on. Oh, yeah. The, oh, my gosh. <laughs> the people are excited to, uh, to be a part and to, to continue to talk to us. And you can do the same thing. You can stay up to date with everything happening here at Pro Football IQ on Twitter at Pro Football IQ, or you can find us at our home on Anchor. This podcast is proudly powered by Anchor, and you can find us on all of your other favorite podcasting platforms coming soon to Apple Podcasts. But right now, you can find us on Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and all of your other favorite platforms. So make sure to stay up to date with everything happening this week in football by staying up to date with Pro Football IQ. But speaking of what's going on this week in football, we got a lot going on, even even outside of the playoffs. True. There's still a lot going on. You look at you look at it, people who are coming into the into the into the league this coming season. In the draft, yeah. In the draft. Mm-hmm. And you've got probably the the hottest free agent in a long time. Yeah. He's a hot prospect. A for guy, sure. a guy who could do anything he wants. And you say free agent. There's tell him why you say free agent. I mean, I, it's, say, it's, I call him a free agent because he, this man has prospects <laughs> in other sports, <laughs> not just the 32 teams who will be drafting in the in the first round of the NFL draft. Mm-hmm. Not just those 32 that have that are that he's on their radar. Mm-hmm. Guess what? This guy has a whole other professional sport mm-hmm. that's trying to it's already, for his that's attention. That's already drafted him. He's like, hey, we want you. That's already drafted. He's already got his signing bonus. <laughs> I don't even want to know how, how the, the refund works. Yeah. The signing yeah. bonus. <laughs> but, you know, you, you look at Kyler Murray coming into the league. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm so excited for this guy. I, I just I wonder. I, I know everyone's really excited to see Kyler Murray in the league. Mm-hmm. But I wonder, where does he land? Where, where, where does he go? Who wants him? He, we, we. It's it's apparent. He he's a first round talent. First, uh, absolutely. There's no doubt in my mind yeah. that he's a first round talent. Yeah. The kid now, can ball. The kid oh, the, at the end of the day, you don't get the Heisman if you don't ball. That's just what it is. You don't get it. I'm just glad he can ball and decided to stay with football and not baseball. There's, I mean, even even with with Manziel, we knew he could ball. We didn't know if he was going to be NFL quality. Right. But we knew he could ball. He's killing it in the CFL right now. Well. Maybe XFL 2020. Who knows? There you go. And, hey, stay tuned because we're, we're covering all that, baby. We're, all that. We're, we're going to be expanding into, into, into college football even more, and then we'll cover everything XFL, especially uh, Texas XFL. Be on the lookout for that because that is definitely coming. Yeah, Johnny, Hot Johnny content. football. I hope, I hope to see you there. Oh, he, he. I think he will be. I think he will be there. I think, I think Vince McMahon's gonna be yeah. paying out a lot of yeah. cash. But going back to uh, Kyler Murray and is he a first round talent? Yes, every, he is. The answer is yes. But every team says the same thing. He's gonna be a great quarterback for some team. And you know the thing about that. That's what you say about your ex-girlfriend that you don't like. <laughs> you're still cool. You're still, we're, we're still cool. Sweetheart, you're going to make somebody really happy someday. Just not me. But it ain't me. <laughs> and I hope that's not the case right. with our, our dear friend, mm. Kyle, friend of the show. Especially if he, if, he, if, he, if he turns his back on baseball 
and then NFL doesn't do him right. That's that's hard, man. That that could be really tough. I think if he doesn't go in the first round, he will instantaneously regret ever deciding to play yeah. football. I think he will I think his stomach will sink once mm. you get past around yeah. uh, around the 16th pick. Yeah. I think if he's not picked by then, I don't know that he is a first round pick. If you, if, if he if he far. makes it if he makes it to the the end of the first round for some crazy reason, a team will trade back up. I look strongly towards a team like Tennessee, the Jaguars, those kind of teams. I'd I, love to see him in, yeah. in Jacksonville. Right. Yeah, it'd be a it, it, amazing situation. Uh they would they would swiftly uh, put Blake Bortles on the fastest flight out of town. And <laughs> Tony Conner would make sure that he is gone. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's what I look forward to. If he isn't drafted early, I just don't see him making it out of the first round. But it is worrisome for me, like I said, with every team saying the same thing about well, I him. Would put, I would put my money on Jacksonville. Yeah. And I think that would be the most entertaining. You have right. him and... Leonard Fournette, yeah. are you kidding yeah. me? He fits the scheme great there. You you talk about a running threat. Yeah. You talk about a dual threat. Mm-hmm. Those two guys. Scary. Be that, scary. That could be nasty. Yeah, especially if they reinforce it. If that's like that's what they're going for. Yeah. They get like the best lineman that they that's available for them. You know, they that's a run blocker. I mean, it, there's so much to like about the situation going forward if you're a team that's looking for a mobile quarterback like him. Right. He's not, in my opinion, I don't believe he's even on the board for the Broncos, even if he's there whenever they pick, because John Elway, he does not like those small quarterbacks. He likes his big-armed guy. Well, of course. You know, and he likes the guy that fits that that prolific build. So Classic QB. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure the Broncos are not in play for him. But, you know, I think, I think <laughs> Kyler, wherever he lands – I think I think he has the ability to lead that team. For well. sure, for sure, yeah. And so you you look at the opportunities that'll that'll present itself. Um, I think if he goes to Jacksonville, which that's that's probably what I'm banking on. Yeah, he's a win now kind of quarterback because he his body type doesn't look like he can stay in the, like in ten years from now. He's probably not going to be the franchise quarterback, right? You know what I'm saying? Because he's not going to be able to run like he could before. Exactly. You know. Well, your your body deteriorates when you right. when you have three hundred fifty pound yeah. dudes that yeah. are, that are trying to kill you. Yeah, but um, you know, I think I think regardless of, of where he lands, I think he is going to be uh, a game changer. Mm-hmm. For, Agreed for wherever he's at. Now, I think there must be something in the water. Where's that at? What water? Well, you see, Kyler, Kyler filled big shoes mm-hmm. when Baker left. When when Baker ended up in the draft yeah. and going to Cleveland, yep, he had big shoes to fill and he did it and he did it well. He did the damn thing. He came through with the Heisman Trophy. Could have gone to baseball, but said, "I'm going to stick it out in football." Mm-hmm. Now it's time to hand that baton off to the next class. Mm. They Breaking, they're developing someone. They're developing somebody. Oh, guess who? Breaking news. News broke this week. Jalen Hurts transferring from Alabama to Oklahoma. Woo! Now I don't think that I've I don't I haven't I haven't covered a lot of a lot of ball like that. Mm-hmm. But I can't remember, just offhand, the last time 
that a that an organization had three elite QBs back to back to back who made headlines, who were stars, and who could do it. Right. You know, you look at Baker transitioning into into Kyler, and now Jalen Hurts is yep. gonna be taking over the helm. And How do you feel about Jalen Hurts? Wow. Jalen Hurts. I think he's he's frustrated with Saban. Can you can you can you see it now? Can you see it now? Saban, you better be worried. You might have built a monster here. I think I think there's not gonna be a, another player in, in college football with a bigger chip on their shoulder than Jalen Hurts. Yep. Jalen Jalen brought Alabama to success mm-hmm. over the last several years. Yeah. And then, and then had his jobs, had his lunch money taken from him mm-hmm. by the nice guy who is Tua Tagovailoa. It's impressive that you can say that last name. Hey, if I, I don't trust myself to say it again. I don't, well, I don't think I'll get it right again. We're going to call him T.T.? That's even worse. <laughs> We're not gonna call him TT. <laughs> so uh, Tua. Tua, the man. Mm-hmm. Alabama's guy. Yep. Now you look at the connection of the stories between Tua and Jalen. Mm-hmm. And it's a story that Hollywood wishes they could write. It's a it's a story that in twenty years you'll see this story on the big screen, mm-hmm. and it'll it'll be the next generation's. Uh, we are Marshall. It'll mm-hmm. be the next generation's. Remember the Titans. Yep. Iconic college film for sure. This this story between these two, these two quarterbacks of a of an elite elite team, who who shared that responsibility and shared that role, but Jalen Jalen was the guy. Had his his opportunity, had his spot taken, only for in the in the Sugar Bowl mm-hmm. of this year, for Tua to to go out with an injury and Jalen come back in and win the game. Yep, that's a that's a movie waiting to happen. That's a QB controversy right if, there. If if no one makes that movie, I will step up and make that movie in twenty years. Listen, you will be a rich man. Me. Listen to me, I will make it happen. <laughs> but here's the thing. There's nobody who needs to prove themselves more than Jalen Hurts. Jalen proved that he could be successful under the leadership of Nick Saban, possibly one of the greatest college coaches of all time. Mm-hmm. There's no arguing nope. that. Nope, no debate. But it's easy to succeed when you have the machine behind you. Yep. So I wonder... Will the success continue in Oklahoma? Does Oklahoma, if they put up a respectable season, does Jalen Hurts being there give them the push to get in the playoffs? Well, I would sure hope so. For them to get this far this season and, and Yeah. Yeah. For them to get this far this season and still and, and then the next season not be able to make it back. I think there will be a lot of disappointed fans. Right. But I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and put my money 
where my mouth is mm-hmm. and say that Jalen Hurts is going to lead this team to success. I don't know that they'll win the college. I don't know that they'll they'll be right. national champions. Right, that's hard because overcoming Clemson and Trevor Lawrence for the next three and three four years is going to be dang near impossible. Now Good that luck. now that he has tasted championship gold and a Big Mac from Donald Trump, there's no way that this guy is not going to go back to. I'm the telling you what, next year. if that guy, if that kid cuts his hair, he's a problem. you better watch out (laughs) i think i think think trevor lawrence is going to continue to do trevor lawrence things for the next three or four years and he's going to keep getting invited back for for double cheeseburgers at 1600 west pennsylvania avenue ain't nothing wrong with that hey i'm all for it i I could go for a double cheeseburger right now he didn't invite me he i didn't get the invite maybe because we're not we need national champions but let's hit him up on his twitter handle speaking of national champions can we talk about the real national champions? We already know who the real national champs are. L-S-U. The real national champions defeated the the previously reigning national champions, <laughs> UCF. <laughs> now, here's the thing, LSU. Don't call it a comeback. <laughs> don't, don't call it a comeback. LSU, who's their next big star? Mm. Who's their next guy? I couldn't is tell it, you. Is it Burrow? Do you think I know Burrow's still sticking no. around? No. But is he the next guy no. to no. really lead this team to success? Can he get it done? Yes. Is he the guy? No. Do you think? Do you think under the leadership of Ed Ogeron, this team continues to succeed? Because I would say yes. They will define succeed. I think. I think you'll continue to see LSU make it to a New Year's Six game. Okay. Winning records consistently, yes. Playing for championships, that's hard to see. I don't know. I, I think Ed Ogeron, I mean, if you're talking playing for championships against UCF, then... National champs, baby. I mean, then you're all good to go then. There's yeah, no, national champs. No worries on our end. Yeah. Go Tigers. <laughs> the boot's good to go. I mean, I'm... I'm go Tigers. I, go Tigers. Um, <laughs> I'm all for it. I, I, think, I think Ed O is going to lead this team... To, uh, to relative success. Yeah, and I think it'll be several more years before LSU is able to, you know, to lock down a top four. Yeah, uh, they're losing some great talent. Great talent. Whew, to lose greedy, to lose Devin White. Devin White, talk about a, God, a monumental player. He he, is going to be mark my words, top fifteen. Oh, I believe that. Top 15. He will go... Ahead of Kyler? If if we... If, mm, mm. Oh. Uh, knocked you on that one. Whoa. <laughs> you know what? He might, he might be that damn good that he will go over a team that needs a quarterback. Wow. It's just he... He's clean cut. He's got the smarts. He's got the physical traits. I mean, he comes from a, a, um, a SEC school that the that NFL hard. loves yep. that. The oh, NFL absolutely. loves that. He is he is amazing. I if the Broncos didn't desperately need a quarterback, that I that is the only person I want. If you want to play football in the, in the NFL, you need to go to LSU. I ain't arguing with you on that one. There, there's there's not a lot of guys who succeed in LSU. Every you don't succeed in the NFL. Every guy that is if like you can, if you can make it in Death Valley, you can make it anywhere. That's true. If, and speaking of that, my Heisman, 
My Heisman. Who's your Heisman? Guy. Who's your Heisman? My Heisman, Cole Tracy. <laughs> the greatest kicker to ever kick. The iron leg himself. The iron leg, Cole yeah. Tracy. Yeah. First round draft. If I'm a coach... In the National Football League, my number one overall is Cole Tracy. You know how they have um, the gauntlet for, for? Oh yeah, he's got one for his leg. Hey, I'm that's that's the man right there. That's my Heisman. Uh, I don't know how Cole Tracy didn't win the Heisman. Kyler Murray, you you barely got it. You you, you barely snuck it out. You we got cheated. We got robbed. Cole Tracy should have tweeted him. Cole Tracy is the man. Should have said he owed him dinner. He's going to be, mark my words, Cole Tracy will be the best kicker in the NFL. I think so. I think, one without a doubt. Justin Tucker's setting the bar pretty high. Justin who? I'm talking about Cole Tracy. I'm talking about a 60-plus yard field goal. The best arm of all kickers ever. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I went on my Madden. I changed all his stats. He's my backup QB. And he can get it and done. And he can get yeah. it done. So you have the uh, the Tua and the, the Jalen situation going on. Exactly. Is Jalen going to be kicking kicking his extra points as well? As... I would sure hope so. Wow. He's... Boy, would that be a blast. Man, he'd be impressive. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't wait! I can't wait to see. What this happens. is what you get at Pro Football IQ. You get a good time. We talk, we talk the real stuff, and we give you the good stuff. I mean, this—if you ain't chuckling, if you ain't walking around, or, or if your wife or your old lady ain't making you do dishes, and you ain't got this plugged into your headset while you listen to it, chuckling while you scrape some old food off the plates—I don't know what you're doing. You're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. Doing it wrong. But yeah, we're, uh, so excited to see what goes down this week. We we've got. Two championship games, AFC championship, NFC championship. Mm -hmm. yep. Winner of those two games advances two weeks from now to the Super Bowl on February 3rd. The Super what? The Super Bowl. How do you feel about it? Who's I'm... who's who's going to the Super Bowl? One last time before, because next time, next time. Next time hear, we'll already know who's going to the Super next Bowl. Next time you hear Pro Football IQ, we'll, we'll know. We'll have some coverage of, of what happened in and those And then there we'll was two. The Pro Bowl. Exactly. Yep. So we need to know right now. We're gonna put our put our money where our mouth is. Who is going to the Super Bowl? I'm gonna tell you. I've been riding with the Rams all season. Ooh. Okay. Now ain't gonna change now. All right. They, they hit some hiccups, and look, it it ain't a, it ain't a diss, Saints fans. The Rams had their hiccups, even when they as good of a game as they played when they played y'all. That was not the best Rams. True. So, if if the Rams bring it, like I think they will, I mean, because that, like we talked about, that Cowboys defense, it wouldn't, <laughs> that ain't no joke. Right. That Cowboys right. defense is highly regarded. I believe that the Rams are going to get it done. I expect a slow start. I expect to see C.J. Anderson and Todd Gurley. Running their tails off, laying licks. I, I I intend to see them handing out licks to the defensive players, not the other way around. So for me, it's still the Rams. Still the Rams. It's still then, the Rams. And then the Chiefs. You're picking the Chiefs. I am picking right? the Chiefs. I am picking the Chiefs. I would love to see those two young teams. Two out. young teams. Yeah. And then and then on the other side of it, the other you got the vets, the vets, the greats. Yeah. They've been in the. They've already tasted legendary. They've already been in the books. Who only want to increase mm -hmm. their 
they're 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 legend. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I think I think I'm gonna go Saints. I, I would as much as I would love to see the Saints versus the Patriots. Mm-hmm. I think the Saints are gonna overcome the Rams. Okay. And then I think the Chiefs are gonna overcome the Patriots. Wow. And so I think you see Pat Mahomes, the two MVP candidates, the the top two MVP candidates. I think you're gonna see those two face off one on one. Yeah. If I'm, I'm gonna just call it like it is. If if the Saints beat my Rams. I don't want I don't want the Chiefs or the Patriots to beat the Saints. I don't think they the Chiefs I don't want to deal I'm a Broncos fan. I don't want to deal with no Chiefs fans getting no championship. That's true. And we can't let Brady over here act act like Thanos or nothing. It's just it can't happen. We can't do it. We can't oh my gosh. He he will build a gauntlet and he will troll us all on Facebook memes. It will happen. I, I can't I can't deal with it. That would be miserable. I can't deal with it. Do you realize how arrogant Patriots fans are already? You, if they can win the Super Bowl off this hodge, this hodgepodge season, anything it, is possible. It's it would it would honestly hurt my stomach. It, I'll, I'll probably cry a little bit on the inside. Uh, maybe on the outside. Who knows? Yeah, just close it's your door. Go in your room. Close your door. It's gonna be an emotional. Day. I know. I was at work the last time I watched the, the Patriots win uh, Super Bowl, and. Yeah. They, and uh, I just went and got in the work truck and just sat there pissed off for about an hour. I don't blame you. I would have done the exact same thing. (laughs) Do you not know how to fail? (laughs) Can you just taste what the rest of us have tasted? (laughs) Please. Please just lose. (laughs) But in all seriousness, yes, I I am 100% pulling for the Rams. I like what they got going on. I like McVay. They got the youth movement. And um, it's unfortunate that the Saints have to meet up with them and uh, and take the L like that. But if they can overcome the Rams, then I will be pulling for the Saints. It right. will be the boot, baby. Okay. Well, you heard it here first. Um, so we're looking at we're looking at Chiefs versus Rams. Yep, is what you're saying. Yep. I'm gonna say Chiefs versus Saints, and we'll we'll see how this lines up when you hear back from us next week on Pro Football IQ. Thank you so much for tuning again tuning in again. Joel, you have any final any final thoughts, any closing remarks? I hope you guys enjoyed it. Man, we worked our tails off today for y'all and uh we enjoyed it. It was a great time. We're gonna do something like this again here soon. But man, y'all stay with us. We're gonna bring you the best content we can and we're gonna start breaking down film. We'll have draft stuff. We'll have Super Bowl stuff. As Dallas said, we're gonna be covering the XFL He's super pumped for that. That's that's his baby. So y'all stick with us, man. It's going to be some good things coming out of here. Be sure to follow us on every platform we have available. You can follow us on Twitter at ProFootballIQ. You can also find us on Anchor. That is our home platform. This this podcast is proudly powered by Anchor. So give us a follow on there. Make sure to favorite our podcast, like, and subscribe to all that we do. You can find our podcast uh, coming soon to Apple Podcasts. And you can find us on Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and all your favorite platforms that you enjoy audio. We hope to see you again next week when Pro Football IQ returns to cover everything that happened this week in football. We'll see you then.